Today we have myself, Kyle, Will, and Griffin, and we are going to be talking about the anime movie Redline, which was a uh, Madhouse production that came out in 2009, I think. Yeah. And um, it had like, took like seven years to make because it has like so many goddamn frames of animation. And um, this anime is just like insanely beautiful to look at just because of the the crazy like visual design and just like the complete fluidity of, of the animation. Um, and there were so many scenes that really did a great job, I thought, of like conveying speed. You know, like this this anime just really like the, the, the scenes where the shit is going fast, like you really feel that shit. And um, I think it's pretty great. What do you what did you guys think? Um, yeah, this movie uh, reminds me a lot of, um, what's that, uh, people that made Gurren Lagann and Kill a Kill, what's that movie they made? Uh, Promare. Yeah, it kind of gave me, like, a Promare vibe, in that it's not, like, super plot intensive, like, I don't really care what's going on in regards to the plot, uh, too much. I think this plot's a little bit better than Promare, but, um, you know, every time they're getting ready to race, or they are racing uh it's intense and it's a lot of fun to watch and um i just think with the animation style and the intensity and they like do the close-up shots of like the car and like the the fuel being like like the nitro being injected to the engine it's just so sick and uh oh boy they go fast (laughs) yeah i i would honestly i think i'd say it's less plot like less plot focus than promare but like Promare wanted to be more plot, like wanted it, it. tried to have more plot than it than it needed, and this one knew that it didn't need a lot of plot, and it didn't have the plot. Like it didn't have a plot, but it knew that it didn't need to have a plot, and I was okay with it because like I'm watching this to go fast, and like <laughs> like I'm wa- I'm watching this because I'm I want to see these guys go fast and like these racers, and like it was a good example of like a way to get me interested in like a world like it was pretty decent world building like especially when i think the the biggest moment for me was when the bioweapon uh appeared uh funky boy i think it was called yeah funky boy and i was just like whoa that thing's really cool and it's like murdering everything and apparently it's banned by this convention or something mm-hmm. like that and it's just like all this like information information comes out about it and it's like still extremely mysterious but i'm just like how do they all know this is a bioweapon what the heck is a bioweapon why does it look like that how do they get their hands on it it was like a good a good way of getting me to ask questions um and yeah i thought that was pretty good character wise like i don't know it was it was all right characters were they did what they had to do i wasn't particularly invested in any of them yeah yeah i mean i like with going off like the bioweapon thing like when just like another thing that like made it like really really satisfying and cool to see was like the sound design during that part like hit the 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 bioweapons like funky boy's beams that he shot out just like had like such a unique sound and like you knew like that shit was going down when that uh when like you heard that and like yeah it was just like this this movie is just so fun to enjoy just like on a completely visceral level you know like this isn't like super deep this isn't like very like um, like thought and thought provoking it's literally just like a movie where it is just so fun like moment to moment that um it just like basically carries you through the entire thing and there, there wasn't like really a moment where i was like 
not where I was bored just because like there's always something cool to look at or like the the scenes are so good at like conveying like whatever emotion they're trying to convey um yeah I just I just really like that shit I was maybe a little bored between the first 20 minutes and the last 40 minutes because like those are the two races and like there was a scene where JP was just like going to the mechanic and he's like I need this car he's like you can't get this car it's gonna blow up and he's like no you make the car and then Frisbee's like I got the touch I, I'm telling you I got the touch and uh I was like okay uh, sure and then there was like yeah. uh, I I, I kind of liked Sanchi as well. I mean, she was okay. I thought that like her development was fine. And uh, so when they spent a lot of time with those two, and then the car dynamics, I was like, okay. But like, I really want to see them go fast. But uh, the scene where JP like went to the Robo World like neutral zone, and he like bought the cigarettes and got the money exchanged. Uh, that was really funny. And those characters were hilarious. Um, where he's like, okay, like here's the money. Give me the exchange. And the dude just like freaks the fuck out. Cause <laughs> he's like, are you sure this is enough? And he's like, we're close. <laughs> and, uh, I thought, I wish I would have seen more of that more, uh, wacky characters because, uh, one more moment they had of it was, uh, what's that guy's name? Deizuna, um, that Robo World dude who like showed up at that like seafood restaurant, and he was just, oh like, yeah, the guy who was crying. Yeah, he was pretty funny. I wish they would have thrown in more characters like that to to fill the void because those were my two favorite non racing scenes. And uh, yeah. I also really liked I, I really liked the part um, like leading up to the race where uh, we like like they show like a little like TV spot for all of the racers. Um, and we kind of like learn all about them, like through how they're they're shown, like on TV, like to like kind of get people hyped up for the races, um, just because they were also like wacky, and um, they all like had like kind of like their own like unique kind of like gimmick, and the like TV spot kind of like reflected that. Um, like you have like the two, uh, like the two kind of like sex pot ones who are literally just there to be sexy, and then you have like the bounty hunter guys. You have like the crooked cough, like <laughs> just like all of the like introductions were so like unique and memorable that like when they show up later in the race, you're like, oh, these guys, like I love these guys. You like you only saw them in like one scene. Um, pretty great stuff. Uh, but yeah, also like what you were saying about like the uh like the scenes on on the uh, on the, like the DMZ um where like there was all of like the weird aliens and shit. Like this movie, I feel like is so good at like having like so much shit going on in the frame and like all of it is moving there's just like so much animation like in this movie it's like crazy how they were able to like do all of that shit and i mean it totally makes sense that it took them like seven years to make just because there's so much movement in every scene it's uh it's pretty awesome yeah uh griffin was talking about like the time between the two races and i agree that i was a little bored and then i i like the part where they were like they were getting some development with um jp and sonashi and like they they like hang out for a bit or whatever but then like after that it's more like and you, and you get him going to the place with the cigarettes but like after that it's like it was it kind of just seemed like it was like a montage of them watching the news or whatever and then they've got like the brief him doing the demo the demo run with the the car and then he crashes and lands in the field of flowers um i would have liked to see 
maybe like more interaction, like JP interacting with the other racers or something, getting some more development out of them and like how he views them. Um, and then there's like some random stuff that they, they introduce, but they don't end up covering again. Like I thought it was going to be a point because they mentioned after the first race, like, oh, you're going to need weapons on your car or something. Like it's like, oh, I don't, I don't use weapons. Uh, those are dirty tricks. This is a race, not a fucking war or something like that. And I thought that was going to come into play later. Like maybe he would have to challenge those beliefs or something like that. And maybe he would have like a secret weapon or something like something to defend himself. Um, and that, that wasn't really touched on again. I don't, I don't think. And then also uh, he keeps like making a point to like, try to tell Sonashi like, or like ask her if he remembers her, remembers him from when he first met her. Uh, and there's like a flashback scene and he doesn't really ever cover that and they don't go over it and the movie I, I thought that could have been like something that they would bond over uh after the bioweapon is first attacked or like killed like something that would be introducing like for their characters to like jump forward and like form a closer bond she's like oh i remember you etc cetera, etc cetera. um and then kind of capping it all off i thought the end was a bit abrupt it was really just the end of the race, and they say like "I love you," and then the movie ends. Um, maybe that that was I mean, I'm sure that was a deliberate choice, but I thought maybe like a, like literally like two more minutes post race, I would have been satisfied with. I kind of like the fact that it ends so abruptly, just because like the last like forty minutes of the movie is basically just like nonstop balls to the walls insanity, and so I feel like it kind of like fits with that to kind of just like end it with the race ending because the race is just like the most important thing in the whole movie. Um, so it's like the fact that he wins the race is just like, that is like the most important thing. Like that's like all we really care about. And um, I don't know. I kind of like that. It just ends kind of abruptly, but I can see how that could be off putting. Um, one hindrance to like, I guess one of my biggest complaints about the races, I think that everything was really, really good in terms of the animation and like art and the speed uh of the cars you know but i don't know like the backdrop for the races like the first one was like all brown and i think that i like that one better just because it was like a desert and it had more of a vibe to it but i don't know something about robo world i'm like this looks kind of gross like it's just straight gray everywhere i don't know i would have liked to seen a more unique landscape for the final race i don't know maybe that's just me no, i kind of i don't know I, I actually like the fact that it's like kind of like that all of the color for like the for the especially for the robo world race is coming from like the cars and like their weapons and and shit like that just because like you know the i, I love the concept that like this race is occurring on like some like hyper regimented like military installation that like doesn't even want them to be there so it's like i don't know i kind of like the contrast between like the racers who are like disrupting this like super like rule-based environment and just like introducing their own brand of like chaos into like the entire thing and the entire setting yeah, i, I actually cool. love the entire like this race is like the biggest race in the galaxy and we will put it wherever we want. And they put it on this like hyper militaristic world. And they're like, you can't have your race there. And then they like, they send like another, like good example of making me ask questions. They send like some 
she like seemed like a demigod almost like she just makes a racetrack there <laughs> and makes a finish line and they're just like how the fuck do we stop this and then they're like then they start trying to disintegrate the transport ship that comes out using illegal like super advanced hyperdimensional technology to start the race and they try to uh vaporize it and they like they can't and it just seemed <laughs> like it was like so so interesting like this is such a big race and they have illegal hyperdimensional technology to start the race and they can literally put it wherever they want especially like this robo world which is hyper militaristic extremely like secluded i guess or uh i don't know extremely powerful and yeah i thought that was a really cool and very interesting point uh that got me more invested in the the entire world yeah i thought the addition of robo world um was pretty funny um i wish they would have gone more overboard uh more overboard with robo world it's because of how intense their art and like their mannerisms were i wish uh and like you know they're like okay release the bioweapon and they're like oh fuck dude the bioweapon is too big okay blow up vaporize the bioweapon <laughs> and uh <laughs> like oh fuck it didn't vaporize okay make a new bioweapon and attack the bioweapon with the new bioweapon and uh i thought it was pretty funny and i think i would have liked the uh voice actors i guess to or the, the writers to have them be a lot more over the top and like ridiculous uh, or even a motive. Uh, I don't know. They seem like a little bland, especially for how ornate and like, you know, how much screen time they got. They got a lot of screen time. And I feel like a lot of the time it was just like them like giving orders. So it's like, we'll make that part, you know, more interesting. Like make them like spaz out or like freak out. Like that guy that was like crying ridiculously. Like it would be funny if that was like a common trait between like all the Robo World people is that they just have a tendency to cry a lot. I don't know something. I I just thought they were like maybe a little bit too bland, but I like the addition of them in general. I thought it added a lot of interest in that they were trying to defend their their military base from the racers, but maybe spice them up a little bit. I really liked all of the designs for the Robo World guys. Um, like I I really liked their ships. They're they're kind of like pods that they went into to chase them yeah. out, and um, like all of their like weapons were really cool and like had like a they they had like a pretty unified aesthetic, um, which is like pretty cool to see contrasted with all of like the the racers like the cars like all of the racers cars were like pretty unique and like really fit their own personalities, mm -hmm. which I also thought was really sick. I like um, the the two like thought sisters and their car literally turns into the thing and like each of them are in a boob and it's <laughs> <laughs> those guys are pretty funny uh i like the two brothers i think their brothers are just the two guys that were like kind of schemey i like those guys. yeah I like the the bounty hunters it was like yeah. Lynchman and yeah. johnny something those guys were, like, uh, yeah. very schemey. like they literally like attach themselves to the cop guy and then they launch themselves out those guys are pretty funny um yeah, their car was sick. It had like a grappling hook. Yeah, like, their car was they, super cool. All yeah. the cars were really cool, honestly. Um, and of course, um, what was his name? Uh, like the machine head. Oh, the the I, like I think the guy who was my least favorite. 
Dude, but like his like transformation at the end was so sick. Like how we like like there like the entire t- the entire movie how we've basically been seeing like people like use the nitro by like well we've mostly been seeing JP oh, do yeah, it. Then it. But, yeah. And then he just like eats it, and then like his head just like catches on fire, and his like car does like a sick transformation. Like I thought that was really cool. Uh, and plus, just how he's introduced is really sick. Like how he just like comes into like the um the like the restaurant or whatever where they're all eating like and then the um and then he just doesn't give a fuck about any of the robo world guys yeah he was like huge when he walked in that restaurant yeah <laughs> yeah dude, i actually loved his design he looked like a power ranger like uh he antagonist blacklist <laughs> yeah. what's that from uh it's from marvel he's like this massive guy that's like this yeah he has like a square head kind of he's got a very square head oh yeah i can see that um, Design wise, I'm not this might be a unpopular opinion, but like I appreciate the very diverse and very uh thought provoking designs for like background characters, but I'm gonna say right now I was physically repulsed by many of them. <laughs> they, made me, they made me incredibly uncomfortable, especially like I don't know, like I appreciate the art that went into it, but like I was I hated them. It reminded me of like <laughs> When I was a kid and I watched Spirited Away, I was so fucking like repulsed and like scared by, um, what's her name? Baba, the the old lady with you, Baba. Yeah, uh, her and then like a, a bunch of other characters, and this was like more grotesque than that for like young me, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I was just so like repulsed by a lot of the character designs, and it made me cool. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool though because I feel like so many like um anime and also just sci-fi in general is like afraid to like make um aliens that look like genuinely weird and like that's like pretty much like how aliens would probably look like there's no way that we're gonna like run into aliens that are just like the same as us except just like a different color or like they have extra eyes or limbs or whatever (laughs) like these aliens are like legitimately alien and i thought that was really cool yeah um yeah, speaking of gross aliens, I remember like that opening scene where it was like that little girl and like her dad like fiddling with the camera. Yeah, it was gross. And she looked like she was like ninety years old. <laughs> but uh, like the crowd people were gross. Dude. But it was sick when they were like you know fiddling with the camera, or whatever. And then the cars go by for like maybe half a second. Yeah, and that was it, awesome. And then they were just like, "Fuck yeah!" Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's like the best opening. Like that just like sets the tone like immediately for the movie. It's just like this movie is gonna be fucking fast. Like that was so cool. I I, I love like the the opening race in general, but also just like everything like up until that part, like where the where the cars just fly by all the spectators. So cool. So fucking cool. I wish um uh, this is kind of nitpicky, but like when with Sonoshi. Like, her big thing was, like, or I guess, like, her car's, like, ability was, like, it was, like, a hover car, and it could, like, basically handle any terrain, and a lot of the times she went over water, and uh, I remember in the flashback, she was, like, running into tires, and I was, like, why don't they make her, like, crash into a lake or something to, like, make it seem like she developed, like, a car that could handle, like, I don't know, this might be, like, a little bit too specific and a little bit too nitpicky, but I like to see characters, like, make decisions that they learned, you know, that they had, had like, a previous or a history of mistakes with, and her issue was, like, oh, she kept crashing into the wall, and I I thought it would have made more sense if she would have developed a car 
that solved an issue she had when she was younger. Pretty nitpicky, but it was something that I thought kind of. Kind of going off that, what I didn't understand was, like, the opening monologue was, like, about uh, we advanced, like, as, as a race, and, like, we're in space now, and, like, everything's futuristic, but some people still like the tires on the pavement, and then Sonishi's car just doesn't have tires, and I think I think everyone else's in the race had wheels. Most of them, at least, had wheels. And Sonashis just didn't, and I was like, I thought that was like a prerequisite for these races, but I guess not. Yeah, I don't think these races have very many rules, <laughs> considering they're like literally allowed to like shoot rockets at each other. Yeah. I don't know, it just kind of seemed like weird that everyone else was like, you know, in quote-unquote cars with, with, with tires, but hers was just a hover, hover car. It's the galaxy's oldest uh, anarchy race. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty specific meme, but we know it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. Well, I guess we can talk about JP a bit. We haven't even really talked about him. I thought he was pretty solid. His art design, his hair, his like comb knife. Like he was like a. He was, like, a relatable, like, uh, MC because, like, he had a couple moments where he just, like, fucked up and went trying to be a cool dude, like, at the restaurant <laughs> when the Robo World um, military came. And he was like, hey, guys, you got to get out of here. And they just knocked him out immediately. That was pretty uh, pretty funny. And it makes sense because JP is kind of, like, an underdog. But, um, you know, he gets the ladies. So he's a cool dude. One thing with JP that I really loved um, was like the how they kind of like show uh, at, at one point where I, I don't remember like what prompted the scene. I think it might have been like someone like asking him about like why he wanted to be a racer or something. And like it, it shows like him as like a really, really young kid. And he's just like it's basically like clearly a flashback because like there's like no background. Everything is like white and washed out. And he just sees like this like golden like racer guy who had just like won a race or something and like he just like uh they're like two like two ladies on his arm and he basically just like like you know uh leans over and just like kisses both of them at the same time and jp and then just shows like jp's face as a kid and he's just like wide-eyed open mouth and he's just basically like this guy is the coolest dude ever and i want to be like this guy and then, like, later on, like, way later, like, at the very end of the movie, when, like, he's about to win the race and, like, he, like, sees the finish line, like, right in front of him, it just, like, shows, like, the same kind of style of scene. And it's, like, him, like, passing the gold racer dude. And he's just, like, holy shit, like, I'm about to, like, achieve my fucking dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit got me hard. Like, that was so sick. <laughs> and um, I love how there was, like, no dialogue that, like, ever mentioned, like, who the gold guy was or anything like that. It was just, like, something that was, like, in his mind and had been, like, driving him this entire time and, like, that he finally, like, got some sort of, like, internal closure that he kind of, like, felt like he had achieved his dream at the very end. Oh, that's good stuff. Like, that was was (laughs) awesome. Yeah, I I liked how they kind of just alluded to his motivation a lot and, like, they even made a conversation between him and Sonoshi where he was, like, you know, I'm not going to tell you, basically, is what he said. And I, I did like that. I think that we understood everything we needed to know from that, like, 30-second clip. And I agree with you, Kyle. It was really cool at the end, like, seeing having him, like, you know, have that in his mind at that moment because that's what he's been aiming for. And uh, 
It was a good closure yeah. for me. I, I actually also agree with, um, I think it was you, Kyle, that said, like, you like the movie ending abruptly. And I do, too. I think that that lasts, like, fucking 40 minutes is just, like, insane, you know, insanity. And then just closing off with that flashback. And then, you know, he gets the girl. And so he's living that dream by, you know, being this famous racer and, and getting the girl. Like, what more do we need to know? And uh yeah. I, I God, like, like this, this is not a very like emotional movie, but like that part at the end, like I was actually like, "Fuck, dude!" Like I was getting a little choked up. Like that is, that was some real shit. Like that, that was awesome. I just love it when, like, when you just see characters achieving their dreams, like, and especially when they had to work fucking hard. And you know that JP had to work hard to get to his dream, and um, it paid off. Any thoughts on JP, Will? Uh, he was he was good. I mean, like I said at the beginning, I don't think any of the characters like really piqued my interest. I did like JP out of the most out of them the most. I mean, I guess it'd just be like between JP and Sonoshi. Um, but yeah, I guess as a main character, he was he was good. Um, he didn't like. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't feel very attached to him. I kind of figured like main character's gonna win the race. It's it's pretty pretty standard i would the most interesting dynamic was him and his for me at least was him and his like manager i like the backstory with with um frisbee yeah frisbee uh him and frisbee and the mob and he's like talking to i think he was talking to sona she was like yeah like my first race i was racing for frisbee's life basically um and they go into it a good amount i just like i said i thought something kind of some kind of like Either something from something between him and Frisbee at the end, I would have liked. That was probably the, my biggest complaint for the movie ending so suddenly was like this big thing. Like Frisbee's just like betrayed the mob or whatever, just so because he feels so strongly for JP and JP's racing ability. And then you like obviously like the wind's a big a big thing, but like something between him and uh, Frisbee that resolves that conflict that they may have because like frisbee's been sabotaging him those this whole time and like risking his life or risking uh jp's life by literally blowing up his car and i guess that that helps him win in the end but like i don't know yeah like i said i, I would have liked some kind of scene resolving their their differences or their them coming to us a, a higher understanding of each other i guess that's fair. Um, I, I just feel like with Frisbee, um, I don't. I don't feel like he was ever really developed that strongly. He had a, a purpose for sure, but I feel like his redemption was definitely just being like, you know what, JP deserves to win this, and then him and the Bug Man. I don't remember what his name is, uh, but the guy that looked like that Hunter X Hunter Camara Ant, uh, you know, taking down the Mafia together and. Using it was cool how they used the explosion to uh, give him yeah. that last bit of boost to win the race. But yeah, uh, I like that. He reminded me. I just also the, really like. Uh, oh, go ahead. He reminded me just really quickly. He reminded me of the uh, old man with the that with the coal in also from um, from Spirited Away. You know the guy with the the. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, he reminded me of that guy. All right, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I really like how, like, at the end, like, Frisbee just sort of, like, recognizes that, like, 
Well, okay, yeah. That another thing that I really like about about Frisbee is like that. Uh, it, it it's pretty clear that like from the very beginning, like the only reason that he got involved in the mafia, like they say, was like to acquire like better parts for like JP's um like for his car so that he could like you know be more successful and like uh you know they they could win as a team and so like you know all of this like other like fixing the race stuff like he just sort of like got got pulled into because of like the fact that he 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 originally just wanted he had the same dream like they they wanted to win the race together and i feel like at the end like i really like how he just sort of says you know what like we we've made it all the way here like i'm not going to like th- this is what really matters like this is why I got involved in all of this to begin with. And I just, I feel, I mean, this is something else where it's like not really like explained, but I, I can, you know, just, just from the, the little details that they kind of like said earlier on about how, the reason why he was involved in the mafia to begin with. Um, and just like, also like how happy he was at the end, him and the old guy when, um, when he was winning uh, was, you know, I just love that. Like kind of like remembering like what the, uh, what their whole purpose was this whole time. I, I kind of like that aspect of his arc, even though it wasn't like super fleshed out or like super well developed. It was pretty simple, but it was pretty effective. Um, one like funny small thing. Uh, at some point they brought up like Sonoshi's like nickname, and it was like Cherry Boy Hunter or something. Yeah, Cherry Boy Hunter. <laughs> and I'm like, does that mean that she's like going after like dudes' cherries? Probably. I'm not sure what it's supposed to mean. I, I mean, if I were, to, I, I she's guess. like a virgin hunter. Also, they kept calling her Crab Sonoshi, and I don't understand that. Was that her, like? <laughs> I, I yeah, may, I mean, maybe because she's like kind of like can go on water. I don't know. Like, I think that might have just been her name. Was like her first name no, was her Crab. Name was McLaren, though. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Then I guess it's probably just from her car, is what I would guess. Also, like she did order lobster at the restaurant. Maybe she likes crab. I, I don't know. Like that, I that's probably like some, some issue with translation, maybe. Oh, that could be it. I don't know. I don't. I. I, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of feel like it isn't, but be wrong. Yeah, I. I want to like Sodoshi, but you know, after talking about it for so long, like I really think they might have messed her up a little bit. Like it was so confusing when they were like, "Okay, they know each other, but she doesn't remember him." And now she loves him. I don't know. Yeah, I think she could have been a flesh. Well, okay. The, 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 I think the romance is definitely rushed, but like, yeah. whatever. Like, it wasn't really a huge focus of the movie. I, I did like the fact that she was like, kind of like another, she was like the one who kind of like ins- inspired him to like never give up. I think that was kind of like the purpose of like that flashback was that he was like, in, he was given inspiration by how she was kind of like so willing to just be like, um to just try and get back out there and she was like no like fuck you like don't laugh at me like you're not even trying to do anything like you're just watching and like i i, I kind of liked that that was like what inspired him to like get off his ass and like actually follow what he was dreaming of since he was a little kid um but yeah i do i do kind of think that their romance was like pretty like from her perspective like what was her reason to fall in love with him like was it really just because he won the race like that's fine it's just not very like no, this isn't like the best anime romance ever. It's just, it's just pretty. It's, it's not that good, but it's not really given that much focus. So, also, I, I, I forget like, it. after the uh, bioweapon incident, they're literally just like, like he's like trying to get his car flipped over, and she's like laying against it, and they're just like having a long ass conversation in the middle of a fucking race, like that depends on time, and I feel like they could have talked about that, you know, 
while they were in the car or something. I just felt like that was kind of weird. Like, let's not use the t- our time to the best of our abilities. Her dream is literally to win this race, and she's like ruining her one chance to win the race. But it all it's worked a, out in the end. So it's fine. Out, but like, <laughs> I I did like the moment where like her car gets ruined, and then they go back into his car, and she like sits on his lap. I'm like, dude. He must feel really good right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, dude, he's on cloud nine. Like he's like about to win the biggest race of his life, and the cutest girl in school just sat on his lap. He's vibing. Yeah, uh, but uh, to go circle back a little bit, just because we kind of glossed over it. But I did. I know I said like, oh, I thought it was kind of boring. Like between like you know the first two races or the the first and the last race, uh, but. When they did like the character introductions, like some of them were really fucking funny. Like the one yeah. with the uh, the two like dudes that had the car that could drill, and one guy's just eating a banana, and the other one's like, "Gory, you motherfucker!" <laughs> and it just <laughs> out. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" That was funny. Yeah, that, that was pretty. That was pretty epic. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I really liked all of those. Like they were they were a highlight for me for sure. And then the other one was like the policeman might be my favorite, where it was like, "Sir, don't you think you use too much like force for a speeding ticket?" And he's like, <laughs> "Shut the fuck up!" And he's like, "Do you have any comments on your adulterous relationship with your second in command?" And then he just like punches him or something. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, I love how high test everyone is in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is a very masculine movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually do think that like one of the like, I, I think this movie is paced really well. Like, I think this it would be too much if it was like the entire movie was just racing. You know, like I like how there's kind of like in the middle there's like some, uh, you know, it's more of like a a real movie where there's like plot and stuff. I mean, not that much plot, but like character introductions and stuff like that. Um, and we kind of like get to like see the setting more um, because if it was just nonstop racing, then like none of it would have any impact, you know, like the entire reason that like the red line race has so much impact is because we've been like learning about robo world and like the, the circumstances of the race and like how just insane it is that like we're literally racing on a military installation. Um, and and we've kind of like learned more about JP's like dreams and his backstory and stuff. Not like super deep or anything, but I think that it definitely makes the end feel so much more insane, considering that we've had kind of like a kind of like a low key kind of uh, sequence on like the the desert world where it's just kind of been like JP chilling and like preparing for the race. Um, and then then the, then the race happens and it just shit hits the fan. Yeah. Also, the the subplot with the bioweapon. Uh that with the miners that they were like revolting that like yeah. didn't end up mattering it felt like well it, i think that's the reason that the bioweapon got released at all no because the, there was the one drill guy that literally released the oh oh that's right <laughs> no but that's that's like that's like funny like, mm-hmm. i thought that yeah, was hilarious it's funny, but like i don't know i feel like they spent a lot of time on that just one joke like, like they had like um, multiple scenes okay. prior to that. Like they had them going to bet, and then them fighting the robots and stuff. I guess like, well, it's know. funny, but it's also it's also build up, you know, because you're like like the the entire time like the the reason that I was like oh that's like for the um 
the the bioweapon is because like that entire time I was like, oh, like I wonder like what crazy shit they're gonna like release because of this. And it's like, you know, like you, that's like building up the bioweapon and like the bioweapon definitely lives up to the hype because it just like yeah. completely stops the like race. The for the bioweapon for me was more the military guys being like Oh god! If they go here, they're gonna re- release the bioweapon. That thing's banned, and the fucking world's gonna see it, or whatever. And then I don't know. I feel like that did a lot more for building up the bioweapon than the. the That's fair. Things. I kind of think it's funny whenever they like build up like, ter- like I think that it was it's like clever when like the build up turns out to like be like legitimate like dramatic build up for like setting stakes and things, but also like a setup for a joke. Like that's like pretty funny. Like I think that's. That's like that's like good writing because it's like basically doing like two things at once. At yeah, least I don't yeah. know. I, me, I, like, I like I didn't like laugh at it just because I was I don't I was so interested in like the bioweapon being released. I like maybe the joke just went over my head. Sorry, what was the joke? The, well, the joke we're just talking about how like the the miners were like basically set up to like be to like release the bioweapon. They were like drilling and they were like, oh, we're gonna like fuck them up. We're we're gonna destroy this whole thing by like releasing the bioweapon. But then it like didn't actually end up being them that released it. It was like the, it was the drill guys, right? It was uh, yeah, the drill the drill car. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you guys are saying. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a meta. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't really care about the miners revolting that much. I mean, like, uh, yeah, just like the whole Robo World subplot, I think could have been done in a more focused way. I feel like they were throwing a lot of information at us. I wish they would have honed in on like maybe one or two leaders of the robo world and like left it at that. I don't know. And I feel like I wish they would have been like funnier because like it's hilarious that their planet is being invaded for a fucking NASCAR race and they're doing everything (laughs) in their power to stop it. And they can't like the whole situation is hilarious and then, I don't know, I felt like the voice actors and the writing for it was just fell kind of flat. And they threw in all these details. I don't know. I think they could have made that way more comical and I would have liked it a lot more just because the situation is so funny. And uh, I don't know, it feels like you kind of have to dig the humor out of it a little bit. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I kind of like, I just like the, like the, the it's just conceptually great. Like the fact that they're racing on this like, you know this military installation and like you have like these guys who are like literally doing everything they can to maintain order and the race is just causing chaos um and like i don't know i I like it yeah no i agree the concept is good i feel like they threw too much shit into it and it kind of made it a little bit too fuzzy like there was too much stuff going on like people were revolting they had a bioweapon they had to go pull a dude out and then he wanted to race and then the robo people are fighting at the same time I thought it was great when he was like, he was like, sorry, Captain, I can't take those orders. I'm in the race now. <laughs> that awesome. Yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah, and especially since like he had been established before as being like super emotional and like he would like literally get stronger when he cried. Um, yeah, that guy was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like that part, but I don't know. I, I, I'd probably have to watch it again to really pick apart the Robo World um, whole scene. But I think it was a good addition in general. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Music-wise, I don't know. Nothing really like stood out to me. The two idols, whenever they were on, I remember yeah. the music being really good when they were I on. I kind of vibed with that, but then other than that, I was just like, yeah. 
it's pretty i don't know it i feel like it definitely enhances the hype of the oh yeah of the I'm movie sure but like yeah I, I i definitely agree that it doesn't really stand out on its own but i think that it fits extremely well yeah it works it it, it works with the it doesn't take away anything from the action it's, it's it works with the action and but like it's not like yeah i feel like with you know shows like this it i feel like for action shows this might be a hot take it's harder to have good music because i feel like when you're in a really emotional moment there's a lot of quiet and there's a lot of emphasis on the audio which would be the music um and there's a lot of like silent moments between characters and minimal dialogue and people are crying and it's like about like the the human relationship i guess and in this show it's about like way more than that. There's a lot going on on the screen. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of visual distractions. It's very high octane, and the music is always going to be in the back seat. No pun intended. Uh, you know when when watching a very action oriented movie show, whatever. I mean, I would say just as a counterexample because we compared it to it earlier with Promare. Promare had a fucking great soundtrack and like. While I was watching it, like there were pl- there's plenty of action in Promare, and like during those action scenes, which are pretty high octane themselves, I was like, "Wow, the the fucking music's really hitting right now." Like, I don't know. Like, that's I, I, I I wouldn't say it doesn't exist. I think Promare's music was good. Another one would be like Kill a Kill. It can be good. I think it's harder. I, for Yeah, it to I be think good. I think they both had the same the same guy who did the music. I think it was yeah. Solomon. I don't know. I, I, I think, think he also did Attack on Titan as well. I think it's it's harder to compare for. Uh, like a show has like a, a pretty, it's got a longer runtime to like build motifs and music. So like yeah. when those motifs hit later on, they're more hype. But like a movie like Redline or Promare doesn't have the same time, so it doesn't get you familiar with like musical motifs or whatever. That's a good point. Um, but like Promare did it without having to do that, which I which I appreciated. And like like I said, Redline's music isn't bad, and it and it definitely amplifies the action. But like I didn't think it was anything crazy good. That's fair. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember bits and pieces of the two idols whenever their music played. It was pretty poppy, and that, that's like it. I don't really remember any. Yeah, of the that, music. Was, that was that was the big thing. But, um, uh, I guess just like a small note. I think my favorite part of the animation was whenever they put Nitro in, and like they would have them like zoomed out and like fucking slow. Yeah, like how they were all stretchy, like slobbering. Like I'm looking at the poster right now on Wikipedia, and it's literally like, uh, JP's. Uh, what's I don't know what his hairdo is called, but like the oh, his, his, um, they call it a duck bill. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, the poster is like his duck bill is stretching out across <laughs> the poster, and I'm like, that's like a great example of like how they use it, especially like at the very end, like them stretching out in the car together because they just put in this like mega nitros. That was awesome. Those are my favorite parts for sure. Yeah, yeah. Also, like right after those, whenever the car yeah, would like, it, yeah. it looked like it was just like it was like zooming off. It like it like it looked like they were like struggling to control the car because yeah. it was like going in every direction at once. Um, and then it would like finally kind of like just go in like one direction, like really fast. And uh, that was sick. Yeah, it was like so definitely cool. like that, the, so many like little tricks like that just like really sell how fast this is. Like it like literally feels like they're like you are going so fast while you're watching the racing scenes. That was like that little, it was like basically edging, like right when they did that. That was intense. Yeah. That was like my favorite part. I'm like, go, go, just go, go, go now. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Uh, that was great. Yeah. The, the animation, like, you know, when 
JP is in in the car. It's like phenomenal. Like it's so good, and just the cel shaded yeah. art style is so perfect for this movie too. It's like yeah, I love how deep the blacks are. Like all the shadows are like just like really black, and it makes like like and they're solid colored black. They're not like just like a dark inversion of whatever color the shadow is on. So it really makes like the bright colors pop so much more, considering there's so much black on the screen as well. Yeah, it has like a serious like Borderlands vibe for sure. And then honestly, this movie kind of reminded me of Star Wars a little bit. Uh, I could see that. Yeah, and how like it's sort of just like not a lot of it is like really like explained. It's just sort of like it's cool, so like it works. And they had like mentions of and like, how there's like an hunter. evil like yeah. yeah, there's bounty hunters and there's like an evil empire and there's like a military installation. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of Star Wars vibes. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, it was just something that uh, came up and and like the and the gross aliens like that's yeah yeah and the gross stuff, aliens pretty well too. Yeah. and the desert world yeah holy shit this is very Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there anything else? Um, we're about like forty seven, but we usually run through movies pretty fast. Oh, speaking of Star Wars, the uh, mega vaporization laser. Oh, Death there. Star. There it is. Well, Death yeah. Star also <laughs> reminded me of the seismic charges where it like fires and it makes like a big thing and then it just goes completely silent and then just boom and it was fucking sick as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. the sound design in this movie was consistently yeah, I think great. The two, my two favorite parts about this movie are the visuals and the sounds, like the, not the music, but the sound design. Yeah. Just like the whole aesthetic of this movie is great. Um, and like, I, I'm pretty sure there's like, a hundred thousand plus frames of animation in this because a lot of scenes are animated on ones um and it's really like really fluid and um not gonna lie i don't know if there will ever be another anime like this just because we're kind of like even a lot of anime movies now are using like cgi and stuff and there's like definitely none of that in this so this is definitely like a unique piece of media i'm sure we'll eventually get to a spot where they can mimic something like this pretty well yeah that's yeah true. but just like the amount of effort that went into the movie like it's just it's really really fucking just a testament it's great oh and then i guess one more small thing uh just the amount of references and talking about like gambling like really emphasize just like how dirty and gross all like the commoner aliens were yeah uh, that's exactly what the scenes made me feel like gross just dirty. <laughs> yeah. They're all like I feel like a lot of aliens in this movie are like covered in a layer of snot, you know, like they're just like <laughs> like they're like sticky and like they're not they don't have skin. They like it, it, and it's great that they that the designs and the animation is able to like convey that like that like level of detail in like the aliens. Like the the, the, this, the designs in this have texture, you know? It's yeah. It's fucking good. The fact that the designs, the designs could evoke such like a guttural like feeling into me, like says something to the designs. Yeah, exactly. Um, one more small note. Uh, I really liked the design choice of when they were first entering Rubble World. They like got basically like drop pods, and they just like landed in the middle of like the slums. It really made it like feel like. You know, they were, like, basically invading that planet. Yeah. And they were, <laughs> there's, like, no, like, ship to take him down or, like, no, like, entrance for the racers. They're just, like, you're on the planet now. <laughs> Bye. Also, when the race starts and, like, the cars are literally falling from the ship and there's just, like, 
a wall of gunfire like coming up <laughs> towards them and like and like a lot of like the camera drones are like going down and shit like that was it was just like holy shit this is happening like it was it was great it reminded me of like band of brothers when they're jumping out of the the airplanes and like they jump out and you see like a bunch of the other planes like burning or whatever and it's just chaos even though it's like completely tonally different like <laughs> couldn't be further from band of brothers in tone yeah anything Which else is... sirs uh, that's it that's um, it all right uh i think i gave um anybody want to go first with the rating sure uh i would say i definitely enjoyed watching this movie i thought it was a really fun ride uh the animation is fucking amazing the, the sound design is amazing music is all right uh characters are all right um plot is not like they know they don't need like a mega stellar super interesting plot so they don't need to they don't try to like make it deeper than it needs to be which i appreciated uh world building i thought was very or like what they did was good, but then they also want got me interested in more world world, and like I'd be like, hello, okay, if they made a an anime that took it didn't have doesn't have to be JP and uh, Sonoshi, but like an anime that took place in this world, I'd be very interested in it just because this got me so interested in like what was going on. Um, I'd probably give this probably like an eight. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. I I just I love the aesthetic of this movie. It's just so amazing on like a moment to moment like visceral level to just watch and feel this movie like it just it's just so like it, it just yeah it, it it's a unique experience definitely yeah um and like yeah like well, a lot of like the elements aren't perfect you know like they're definitely like could have been better developed characters or whatever but i feel like the the whole package is like more than that you know like it's just so experientially good um and uh i was so excited to watch this movie again because i you know i'd seen it before um just remembering how great it felt the first time to watch it and um definitely just felt just as great the second time so um probably give this a nine i think this is a great movie and i would recommend it to pretty much everyone yeah, I definitely agree with that that last part. It's like really hard for me not to recommend this movie to anyone. Um, you know, the plot, characters, the subplot, um, some gripes I had with Robo World, I think, being a little flat. Uh, they nail the most important part of the movie, and that's the racing and the animation and the art. And then even, you know, the downtime has its highlights, you know, the character introductions, some of the gross aliens and the slums. It all helps to really create an atmosphere of, I don't know, insanity, I guess. Like, these people are fucking crazy, and they're willing to yeah. risk their lives to go as fast as humanly possible. And for JP, it's something as simple as, you know, I want to be that cool-ass dude who gets chicks and drives a nice car with slick back hair and he's got the hair all he needs now is to get that w and get the girl and by the end of the movie he does all that and it's just like a really really fun ride um i i'd give this a strong eight and um i'll probably watch it again soon um it's 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 a really fun movie and uh it's kind of sad that you know what we were talking about earlier that it it's likely that nothing like this will be made 
for a really long time just because of the amount of time and effort put into the art style, which I love. So yeah, a strong eight. And um, hopefully we get to see something like this again, but you know, there's no guarantee. Yep, but we can always watch it again. <laughs> true. That's true. It'll right. always be there. That's it for this week. We are signing off. Cool. Bye. Bye.